It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. And then you say, hey, they impeached me over a phone call that was perfect. Why aren't they impeaching Biden for receiving tens of millions of dollars? Why isn't he under impeachment? So when he says they, this time around, you know who he's talking about. If you're upset about this next possible new Trump indictment, which we'll get into here in a second, he's talking about Republicans in the House. The House GOP. Yeah, it's like, yeah. What are they doing? Yeah, apparently not much of anything. If you're mad at anybody, be mad at them. They're useless. Well, he always said they were useless when he was there. Look at how many people he went through in his cabinet. Remember how what what, what a, a social sci- a studies class it was for right. everybody? It's like, God, you didn't even know that department existed. I know Because it. he found out all these people there, they were useless. Yep. It's like, okay, get out. Move. Bring somebody in who knows what they're doing. So here's the update. Sunday night, he said he got a letter, and he talked about it on Truth Social, and then he went on the town hall in Iowa with Hannity last night. Where he says, the Department of Justice says, and this was just like the last one, this is what they do. They sent a letter on a Sunday night and said, you are a target of the investigation over the January 6th insurrection, they called it. Yeah, then he said they gave him four days to respond. He goes, which is probably typical of the fact that they're getting ready to arrest him. He goes, because who can respond in four days? What does the letter look like in response? I want to see that. Maybe Mm. he handwrites, no. (laughs) (laughs) He just, he sends back to Jack Smith, mega. We don't like you, Jack. Go away. So that's the, see, I thought this was going to be the third one into next year. But Georgia was going to beat him? I guess Georgia indictment coming, is it was Mm. taking so long. So he's got the documents indictment. Georgia's still on the table, and this one's probably going to happen. So, and now he'll get arrested again. It's ridiculous. How do you live like that, you know, knowing that these things are just hanging in the balance? I'd be a wreck. That's what uh, Hannity asked him, too, last night, Jen, and he said they don't frighten me. They feel, I guess, they want to try and demean and diminish and and, uh, frighten people, but they don't frighten us because uh, we're going to make America great again. That's all there is. We're going to make our our country. Wow. I think he thrives on this stuff. I really do. Well, a little bit, but, I mean, it is, listen, uh... He says, yeah, it's very concerning, and he admitted that last night. And this is going to be potentially a Washington, D.C. jury. Oh. That's a little different than Fort Pierce, Florida. That's like New York. Yeah. yeah. It's worse it, than New York. That's yeah, swamp. He's never going to get a fair trial there. Today, we have the monitors on the studio with the volume down. We have NBC on uh, right in front of us, and they just did a laundry list of all the indictments and things and accusations, even accusations he's been charged with. Even uh, they had the impeachment hoaxes. You know why they do that. Mm-hmm. It's the laundry list persuasion technique. Right. They just yeah. throw all the things. So some suburban mom is looking at this, getting ready, ironing something into the morning, going, oh, look at all those. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, oh, he, he must he, have done something. He's a bad person. And that's why they do it. This yeah. is exactly why they just throw everything at the wall and hope something sticks. But still, they'd run out of paper if they did that about Biden. You're not kidding. You know, they'd have, they wouldn't have enough space to write all of the things that are questionable about the current administration. I mean, the guy's crooked every time you turn around. But it, and even what's his name yesterday? Kevin McCarthy was saying if you don't think the Biden administration or the Biden family gets special treatment by every organization in Washington, D.C., then you're crazy. Okay, Kev. Okay, you're, we'll you're do something. Speaker, round up the troops and do something I, and start indicting people. I know. I heard him say that, and I was like, what are you doing then? You know, Hunter Biden walking away from everything, and everyone knows that it was probably his cocaine they found in the White House, let's be honest. But still, the whole situation with Hunter Biden, that whole connection with Burisma, the whole connection with the big guy, nothing. 
ever happens. If anybody should be in prison, it should be somebody in that family. No, they get away with it. But did you notice that the heat turns up on Trump every time they get closer and closer over the target to Biden? But we got more whistleblowers today. No charges, no nothing, just whistleblowers. Two new IRS whistleblowers. I think, and I think one's name is redacted, isn't it? I, they yeah, call they're him calling X. X. And then that, that is it Shapley? Shapley? That yes. other guy's coming back. Yeah, he's out. And, yeah. and Shapley said that he worked with whistleblower X. So I don't know if it's his boss or it's a colleague, but it's somebody in the same department. These two, here's the new part of it. These two apparently claim... The Justice Department interfered with a criminal investigation into Hunter Biden, and they're going to testify about that today. So we'll see if anything comes from it. So fine. They're going to say all kinds of bombshell things. And nothing happens. What What are these just lazy Republicans going to do about it? I. It's a great question because they haven't done anything about anything else. No. You know, so, I mean, they come out with these, you know, we have proof that blah, blah, blah. You know, the Justice Department was told lay off the Bidens, and they backed off. And we have proof of that. Well, if you got proof of that, do something. Somebody should be getting arrested. Somebody should be getting called on the carpet. It's like, come on, nothing. And that's what Kevin McCarthy said yesterday. I, I wanted to just jump through the screen and say, then what the hell are you doing about it? You're going to sit and watch? You know, there's it's a lot of talk. You can, you can put the allegations out there all you want. And the whistleblowers, there's still the same amount of people who hate Trump don't believe the whistleblowers. So if you're building, so a ca- you're building a case, you better hurry the hell up. I don't know. Well, 1 o'clock this afternoon, we find out when they go in front of the House Oversight Committee. All right. Which doesn't seem to be doing much of anything. No. They get into the bottom of it, but it's a slow-moving machine. Boy, is it ever. Well, this is happening. It's time to play America's favorite jackpot game. This is Powerball. Let's go. A billion dollars. you buy tickets yet, guys? Today. Today? I gotta you got to remember? Uh, Diener gotta go never to, buys Got to go to Plubix after work, so I'll remember. <laughs> well, I have, I have breaking news for you guys. You I bought actually, a ticket? I did. Oh, my God. And I was a big spender. I bought two Powerball tickets. Wow. I'm impressed. Yep. Four bucks investment. That's right. Good for you. I'm you didn't buy the other one, right? The $2 or the I did. $3. I bought Mega Million, and oh. I lost uh, with, along with everybody else. So Don't feel bad. I had like 60 <laughs> of those tickets. I still lost. I don't even think I got two numbers. I bought one Mega Million, but two Powerballs. Wow. If, if it yes. does roll over again, and it has since April, it'll be what? Maybe 1.2? Yeah, they seem to be going up in much smaller increments this time around. Or maybe mm. it's just me. But uh, yeah, I'd say 1.225, something like that. Something around there. It's a lot. It'll be, it, it, it's getting close to being the biggest jackpot. What was the biggest one? Was it a billion six? Was it that much? It was actually. Look. That was the one, one in California yeah. where the guy, there was like this crazy oh, yeah. story about how he, someone stole his jackpot and right. they were talking about that was the one, 1.6 billion. Yeah, he went out and then he went crazy. He's buying like everything in sight. Can't blame him. Get well, that kind of money, you know. You can get a few nice things for yourself. And yeah. And go out in a ball of flames. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. At least you have a good time. I yeah, know. No kidding. Oh, yeah. all the good things you could do. Mm. You know, hopefully he does some good stuff with it, though. You know? Yeah, I would hope so. You know? But the, don't, don't forget about there's people suffering in this world if in the event you win this lottery. That's all I'm saying. Wow. Yeah, okay, look, so we can expect like the charity donation. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was gonna say, charity starts at home, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, I've heard that from my brothers already. Charity starts in this room. We're suffering, Jen. Please. I got news for you. So am I. I'm right there, but I'm, I'm just saying. Just saying. Hey, just, why would a U.S. soldier escape into North Korea? I, I don't think he's of right mind. I don't think he's getting out either. No. All right, we've got that, the latest on the uh, supposed Trump indictment. And the Jason Aldean controversy, he's the country guy. It's only picking up. 
but it's going to work out for him. In fact, it already is. We'll tell you why. It's coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. We're closely monitoring and investigating the situation and working to notify the soldiers next of kin and engaging to address this incident. Okay. Well, that's the defense secretary, Lloyd Austin. Nobody can really figure out why a U.S. soldier who was being detained by us in Mm. South Korea escapes to North Korea, and now he's being held by the North Koreans. It's private second class. Travis King is his name. He was sitting in a South... Okay, it, it, there's so many so many layers to the story. He was in a South Korean jail, I guess because of something he did wrong. I don't know there with the military. I have no idea. He escapes the jail, puts on regular clothes, joins <laughs> a tourist group, which is touring... The DMZ. That's another question. Okay. What kind of a tour group tours the DMZ? Yeah, okay. And instead of staying on the South Korean side, literally makes a mad dash <laughs> to the North Korean side uh. and gets across the border. And once you're across the border, that's it. South Korea is going to go forget about us. We're going to go back to our little shack over here. Yeah. And that's what happened. And no one's heard from him since, I guess. I, he's not getting out of there. There's no way. He's a, First of all, he's now he... They reported it as a citizen at first, but now they find out he is a U.S. soldier, technically. Yeah, he's in big and, trouble. And North Korea has that. There's no With this administration, there's no way he's getting out of there. He was facing two months on assault charges, is what happened in South Korea, and he was going to be returned to the United States to face some military discipline. Maybe he thought the North Koreans would be sympathetic to his cause yeah. and say, okay, uh, I'll, I'll give you some. God forbid he's over there you know, giving out military secrets. And thinking he's going to, you know, learn, you know, win over a little chubby and his sister. Doesn't sound like this guy knows too much. And it it gets to the point where I hate to say it, but uh, how much are you going to risk to get him back? No, not I know he's you. an American. You don't leave him behind, but this guy's an idiot. Yeah, who does this? I don't know. Here's uh, Lloyd Austin again, the defense secretary. One of our service members who was on a tour uh, willfully and without authorization crossed the military demarcation line. This is one of the voice. weirdest stories I've ever heard. I, I, yeah, I don't get it. Why it, and anybody, even my kids who know nothing about anything know that you don't go to North Korea. It's, it's a communist nation. They kill people. Look what they did that a poor Otto Warmbier kid. That was, was horrifying. Horrific. Nothing says summer vacation like North Korea. Wow. This guy is Victor Cha. He was a national security council advisor under the Bush administration. He says, well, it's, it's, no, nobody knows what's going to happen with this one. This individual clearly had a plan to run across the line, broke away from the group, ran across the line. And once they do that, uh, there's no one on the U.S. side that is authorized to cross that line to retrieve him. Wow. And I don't think they're going to fight to get this guy back. They won't fight too hard. No. I, it's, it's, but... What in his in mind would you think you're going to get a better deal in North Korea? You're, not, you're afraid to face a, a military court over assault? Who did he assault, number one? Maybe it was a military officer. Who knows? But still, you, you go over to a communist nation where they, they, okay, the same guy that runs this nation killed his own uncle with a missile. Well, who hasn't really? <laughs> I mean, come on. Who among us hasn't killed an uncle with a missile, Jen? Come on. I'm like, what is... I, First I, thing I, I had thought a, of was, how bad is this South Korean jail where he's being held that North Korea looks like a better option? <laughs> or he just didn't know what it was. Hey, let me run through this rock garden. Oh, that's the DMZ. <laughs> I, I get a feeling this kid had... He's only 23. I don't think he had any idea what he was getting into. 
I no, asked Shirley, can you be that dumb? He's probably not a very sh- uh, bright bulb. Poor thing. Yeah. <laughs> and now his, you know, his mother's like panicked. Oh, I can imagine. Uh, can you imagine his family? That's well, terrible. Well, did you notice in the first cut we played for you, def- uh, the defense secretary said, we're notifying his next of kin? Oh, is that what he said? Yeah. Next of kin. Okay. Like he's already dead? Well, That's not or, good. Or he could be. Who knows? Wow. Controversy has come to country music again. It's actually a non-troversy, and all of this is coming from CMT. Jason Aldean, country guy. By mm-hmm. the way, just had that heat stroke this week. He's had a heck of a week Boy, in the headlines. You're not kidding. He uh, has a new video and a new song out released four days ago called Try That in a Small Town. It mm-hmm. basically points out a lot of the violence and crime and rioting and uh, disruption and disrespect that's happened on the streets and big cities in America. Yeah, where these punks are getting away with it, yeah. actually. Song, so. song sounds like this. And it goes on like that. Doesn't show anything mm. racial whatsoever. And no. In fact, he said that in his response. And yet, it has been banned. It has been taken down by country music television. And what is the result of that ban by CMT, Bill? Here's the update. It is number one, the song. Number one on iTunes. Put it this way. I, I didn't know about the song until last night when I saw this controversy. I'm like, well, right. why are they picking on Jason Aldean now? I thought it was. I thought when I saw his name, I said, oh, my God, he's, he's in trouble because of the heat stroke thing. <laughs> that was my first response. I, did, I didn't even know he had a new song out. And I listened to the song. I'm like, it's a pretty good song. And now it's number one. And I watched the video six times. I didn't see anything racially sparked whatsoever. Nothing. Nothing whatsoever. I was like, okay, so how are they saying this is a, a, a racist video? Like, in his, okay, uh, people. In his statement he came out with, or his people came out with, he called it, he said, this has gone too far. He also said this accusation is meritless. He said not a single lyric in the song points to race because he says, I've been called a racist over this song by pointing out crime in America. So you can't point that out anymore? Apparently not. He shows know. video of a lot of the Antifa BLM riots right. in 20, summer of 2020, three years ago, which happened, but they're trying to tell you it didn't happen. I think some of the, the video that he actually shows, some of the worst things, is that there's one, there's a, a white chick and she's flipping off cops. Another one's a white chick, she's spitting in a cop's face, and I'm like, okay, oh, okay. But this that, is lovely. But that you can't point that out, I guess. Uh, okay. You may not like to see that kind of imagery, and I get that, but change the channel. Oh, But you're going to ban him? Massive backlash. This took less than 24 hours. He will be a megastar after this. It's, you know what? It's it's, it's He's already absurd. an A-lister, by the way. Yeah, he's a, he's a big star. When he was here, it was I think he sold out like almost instantly. But I, I've always liked him. You know, Like I said before, if he survived, especially in the country music world, if he survived cheating on his wife years ago, he's married to the girl that he cheated with, by the way, but that's besides the point. I remember that scandal because of my kids. They were like, oh, Jason Aldean cheated on his high school sweetheart that we'd married. And I'm like, okay. And he knew you came from the country world. They don't they don't cheat like that. You know, they're like wholesome kind of people. In the public <laughs> eye. Funny. In the public eye. Let's leave it that way. Blake it's not like was it's pretty a, open about it a couple of times. Was he really? Garth Brooks. Really? Alan Jackson. Okay, never that's mind. That's okay. They all survived. Yeah. So, but I'm just because it happens in real life to people, and they can relate to that. But they're trying to. We've noticed this for a long time in that that particular music genre. That industry has been trying to wokeify country music for years, and it's and it 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 has. Well, I think this is going to backfire against him, and I hope Jason Aldean comes out smelling like a rose. Good for him. Song should be number one. It's a good song. It's true. You can't you can't fool people. They know this is ridiculous. It's like stop it, would you? They try to make it. Why does it? Why does everything become political? 
when did music become political? It's like, come on, stop. I don't want leave leave it alone. Enjoy it. You don't like it? Change the channel, as Bill said. Yeah. Listen to something else. Yeah. Jerks. Sorry. All right, got rapid fire coming up in just a couple of minutes. We'll update you on some other stories as well. What's going on around your world? Stick around for that. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 FTL. All right, let's find out what's going on. We'll go around the room. Jen's got the first one. Oh, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about a billion dollars up for grabs in tonight's Powerball. We're assuming it's going to be a billion two maybe by tonight. Uh, the other big news, no Mega Millions winner from last night. That jackpot, $720 million for Friday night. And no one's talking about Mega Millions. Now, here's the getcha. You want to win tonight's Powerball? If you got a friend in Indiana, call them up, at least if you trust them, and tell them, please buy my ticket. Indiana has produced the most winning Powerball tickets. I don't know why that is. I don't know. Yeah, I, it's a great question. Uh, 39 Powerball winners. Missouri comes in second at 31. Florida, by the way, we've had 16. Uh, unlucky estate, Kansas, followed by New York. Well, you know what? Florida's going to have number 17. That's what I'm saying because one of us, no, we're not going to win. I'm sorry. Yes, we are. I was trying to be positive. Try to stop. Uh, you got you to gotta be well, positive. You got to stop talking about Mega Millions because we have to focus all of our attention and put it into the universe Powerball. Okay, we're we winning Powerball. We can't split the karma. <laughs> we're winning Powerball tonight, gentlemen. It is amazing, though. Just, I mean, I know we just said don't talk about making money, but isn't it amazing how Mega Millions, if that keeps rolling over, you could have two jackpots both at over a billion dollars if no one continues to win, win Powerball. And one person's going to win both of them. Well, can yes. you imagine It's going to happen someday. It was Some- like that. Did you hear that story about the mother and son? The son won the $500,000 in a scratch-off. Two weeks later, the mother won the same Wow, $500,000 in another scratch-off. I'm like, they're lying. Sounds crooked. They know huh. somebody. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> a big story that's been developing throughout the morning. I mean, we first had it yesterday, but the first headline was... Uh, U.S. citizen runs into North Korean territory through the demilitarized zone. And then we find out it's a U.S. soldier. And then we found out the U.S. soldier had been in custody in South Korea, somehow escaped, puts on civilian clothes, and then does just that, runs into North Korea. Now we know his name. And apparently we got some video now. Dean, are you putting this on the blog? There's video. Mm -hmm. I I don't know whether it's from security footage or people with cell phones because there was a tour group there uh, of him running. It's okay. wild. What tour group goes to the DMZ? <laughs> let's see. I, I, I mean, is that, is that all you got to do in go South to the, Korea? <laughs> let's see. We could either go to the Gulf Coast or we could go to the demilitarized zone. <laughs> hmm. What sounds like more fun? His name is uh, Travis King. And the Defense Department has you know, contacted his family and all that other stuff. And they're looking for information. I guess he was... In South Korea on, a, on some kind of an assault charge? Yeah, it was serving time there, and they were going to ship him back to the United States to face charges. I guess he was afraid of facing the charges. I don't know. He's 23 years old. He's a young kid. So in the Morning Show blog, we've got the video of what they have. Is it from cell phone video? It looks like security footage. Yeah. That's what it looks like. And this guy's just, like, running wildly. He's literally... But it looks like he's running for his life to get to North Korea. Yeah, they'll help me. Yeah. Well, that, that woman understand. with the news just now said she was in the tourist group. She said he ran like like he was running for his life. Yeah, that's what it, it, you can see it on the video. It looks just like that. And someone's chasing him to try to stop him. And you can see as soon as he gets to that point <laughs> where he crosses the line to North Korea, the person chasing him just like falls to the ground and is like, all right, I'm not, I'm not going any further. No, I'm, I'm not, not going to get shot. No. Not for this idiot. Worried no. about, right? Yeah. 
Wow. So it's yeah, I'm gonna have that up in a second. It's uh That's horrifying. Pretty crazy to me. see. Yeah. This is actually pretty wild too, because I didn't know you know, the things we don't think about, what goes on behind the scenes all around us in our own cities. How about racing operations happening? Drag racers, like Fast and the Furious type stuff. Oh, well, remember, street, used to happen on Glades Road all the time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Remember that horrific accident with all those kids? What do they call them? Uh, street takeovers? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're still going on. Well, last week, PBSO put out a whole statement here. They, they had a mission, guys. They called it Operation Hot Wheels. They said they received information that numerous streetcar clubs... We're meeting for intersection takeovers and warehouse racing. This is just like Fast and Furious. So they teamed up with, with West Palm Beach Police Department to conduct Operation Hot Wheels. And it worked. Wow. All right, that, that's an easy score for them. Because <laughs> they'll go on social media and they'll find out where the operation is going to happen. They bust all the kids. Sure. Here's a tougher one, PBSO. Here's what you need to crack down on. Here's the real threat. Yes. 30 to 35-year-old suburban moms on 95. Very dangerous. In Land Rovers. I was going to say Range Rovers. Range Rovers. <laughs> with those black Miami Heat license plates with the blue ball. <laughs> the blue ball. Why are they single out heat? They are my enemy. Oh, no. Uh, the, it's the Heat fans? I, the blue ballers. Oh, the blue ones. They're the worst drivers <laughs> on the planet. They're the worst. They'll tailgate everybody. They cut everybody else off. I'm telling you. I actually and know when, what you're talking and when about. You, yeah. when you see one on a Land Rover... Get the hell away from them, because <laughs> they are nothing but trouble. That's funny. I know what you're talking about. It's it's the, for whatever reason, anybody who has that mind, that particular mind, he likes. Swear to God, yeah, I've seen it. That right. and if you see one on an Altima, get what, forget it, <laughs> run. It's that particular run one. Run like you're going, running for your life to the DMZ zone. Yes. Just so you know where this happened, by the way, they had a plaza takeover at Forest Hill Boulevard, a military. And they had one, there was a few of them, but they had one uh, right down the road here on 95 and 45th Street that yeah. they broke up. Say that they're really dangerous because, you know, civilians could get caught up in those things. Right. Really? Yeah. So, they, yeah, they, they broke up. Don't they up, take like, over parking lots, I thought? Parking lots, warehouses, but also street blocks. Yeah, intersections. Wow. Yeah. Usually wow. you see it because we drive so, you know, early here in the morning when you come across an intersection of West Palm and there's just giant rings of donuts. Yep. In the road, yeah. In the, you know what happened last night. Yeah, so true. Well, I'm telling you, I am, Bill told me to go buy popcorn. I'm going to get a chair. I'm going to get as close as I possibly can That's right. to Confusion Corner because today's the day. <laughs> Brightline is going to resume high-speed testing of 110 miles per hour through Martin County. Wow. If if you're at any of these intersections, you'll know because they're going to have police officers there. They got people with crossing guards and, and flags and all kinds of stuff oh, to warn you. Don't try to beat the bright line. But hundred, I can't imagine it's going to go 110 miles an hour through downtown Stewart. You got to crank it tell up. Me. You got to see what you can handle. I got. I, it's <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see. I'm I do want to see how they pull that off in that interest. That's their biggest challenge of all the tracks they've laid through the, the whole thing going it, to Orlando. It goes right through downtown. Yeah. It and it's really close to people and buildings and cars and everything else. So. All right. Brightline should build a ramp and just jump the corner. Yeah. <laughs> like a Hot Wheels car. Be awesome. <laughs> All right, everybody, hold on. We're we're jumping, Stuart. <laughs> we're war- they're, they're arresting people for street racing. He's he's got trains jumping let's, tracks. Let's, let's do it. It's it's all legal. It's okay. <laughs> well, obviously, every state in the union has had a heat wave this summer. It's just been an especially hot summer. It's just yeah. cyclical. That's the way it happens. Well, there's heat, and then they're stuck in a plane with no air conditioning. Heat in Vegas heat. Oh. 
Some passengers, several aboard a Vegas flight to Atlanta, fainted while waiting to take off to extreme heat. Oh, my God. Uh, I would have died. I cannot. Oh, boy. Where was the air conditioning? Well, if the plane's turned off and they don't have that outside, what is it, CPU unit plugged in? It's bad enough the air is stuffy when you're waiting on the tarmac, which I think should be illegal. They should have some sort of air to, you know, pump through there. I agree with you. Delta says, well, we're investigating the cause of this situation, and uh, we have compensated the travelers on board. There's not enough to make up for that. You need to give me a plane of my own. They took them off on stretchers. Oh, that's horrible. It was like 117 degrees in Vegas, too. Four, That's absurd. Four hours on a hot plane on a Las Vegas tarmac. No, no they sat there for four hours? Four hours without the air moving, and they make you still stay in the seat. And oh, that no. should be illegal. That's ridiculous. I, I, you know what? If somebody attacked the crew, then I could understand. I would I would have deployed I, the emergency slide and jumped out. And there were other passengers saying, just, I'll, I'll, I'll miss the flight. Just get me off this plane. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's... You're being held captive. Why? Because the airline doesn't want to lose money by taxiing back to the gate wow. by going out of order so because true. they would have been late and they would have screwed it up. It's it's all about money with them. Wow. That's insane. They, they oh, got to fix some of this stuff, man. Just awful. I hope those people sue Delta for everything yeah, they got. Yeah, me too. Wow. That's unacceptable. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I'll finish off with this. I, I'm really excited about this, actually. I just saw the preview last night. I don't know if you came across it as well, Bill. Uh, it's called Untold. So it's this series that uh, Netflix does. And they're like, you know, two-hour documentary series. Hmm. And they're coming out with four new ones. One of them is called... Oh, I just forgot the name of it. But it's about the Florida Gators. Oh. With the Tim Tebow team. That era. Urban Meyer, oh. Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez. Boy. All those guys, the national championship teams. And it's it's a whole documentary about that team, it's called Swamp Something. I, I know someone's listening right now and saying, "Oh, how do you not know the name?" But I just forgot that's the top okay. of my head. That was that was an amazing era of football. Up there. Sure was, and they were. I mean, that was a great team. Yep. One of the all-time, you know, great, you know, uh, classes really that the Florida Gators had at that point. But that is going to be an interesting documentary. You had some absolute thugs on that yeah. team, but were led by a saint. At quarterback. Yes. I mean, Swamp I mean, Kings. I mean, you Swamp couldn't have Kings, figured yes. it out any more perfectly than that, the collection of people they had in that, that roster. They also, they, they cover, no, you're right, and they cover uh, Johnny Manziel as well. They're going to tell his story. Oh, yeah. and that one's called Johnny Football. If you don't know his story, it's... I love sports documentaries. It's really good. He was what the quarterback at Texas A&M. He won a Heisman Trophy, but he was a bust in the NFL, but he was a party animal. The kid was just completely <laughs> was Oh, was he really? Yes. So That's got, why he didn't make it. Yeah, exactly. So they got one wow. about him, about uh, Marion Jones and some Olympic athletes taking steroids. And uh, Jake Paul, who's a YouTube star, and he you know, got into boxing. But the two that I'm really looking forward to are what, basically the one about the Florida Gators wow. and Johnny Menzel. The Gators one, I think, is probably the highlight of it. Because I, like I, you said, that, that team was just oh. fascinating. I can't wait to see how they cover it. Tebow saving Aaron Hernandez's life. I'm telling you, yes. At, at Gainesville bars. They, they end the trailer with Urban Meyer saying, this is going to be unbleeping believable. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh like sitting gosh. in the chair while they're interviewing him. Wow. It looks great. It comes out August 1st on Netflix. Oh, looking forward to it. Yeah.
All right, coming up, we've got uh, more on the supposed... What, what indictment are we on now with Trump? Two, three, two. two. This is two. two but two. the Georgia thing happening, too. But now they want him on the January 6th. Oh, no, it's three, isn't it? This, yeah, is this I, the I, third one? Actually, yeah. yes, it's three. New York. Oh, because, New York and yes. then the, the documents. That's right. I lose track. I, know, I, I don't blame I, you. I'm so, sure yeah. he's losing track, too. Yeah. I'll tell you how that came about. And uh, Brian Adams... Got uh, not accosted on stage, but he handled a heckler very, very well. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. They feel, I guess, they want to try and demean and diminish and and uh, frighten people, but they don't frighten us because uh, we're going to make America great again. That's all there is. We're going to make our, our country. But it is a concern, mm. apparently. He did admit that, too. That was Trump last night. Town Hall in Iowa, of course. Hosted and moderated by Hannity. Yeah, he said he got the letter from, uh, what's the same, Jack, what's Jack Smith? Mm. On Sunday. He goes, who gets a letter about an indictment on a Sunday night? He said, and then they give you four, he goes, they gave me four days to respond legally. He said, which means you don't have any time to respond, which means they're getting ready to arrest me. So he's anticipating that sometime this week he'll be arrested again and charged. This is over the January 6th thing. They're going to charge him with inciting a riot. Yeah, because that's what he did. Don't you remember? Is this inciting a riot? To peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. The insurrection of January 6th. If that's an insurrection, I think we've changed the definition. Please. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. They they trump up charges, no pun intended, uh, against this man. It seems he gets indicted on every other month here because we said this is what, three? Was this the third one? This would be three. three. And Georgia is still – I thought Georgia was going to come – before this, because they're working on that one. They're cooking that one up, too. So this is why DeSantis is waiting in the wings. I think it is. I it's, think you, you called this months ago, and you're exactly right. The game plan is, if they do take Trump out, DeSantis. it's a possibility that that could happen. Your your plan B option is DeSantis. Here's mm. the problem. His likability has taken a big hit. And yeah. also, all this infighting and all the slings that the Trump hardcore supporters have thrown at him, that's your best option after Trump. Yeah, you're, you better be nice to this guy. The, the, the tune better change there. I assume they all think that uh, Trump, the charges aren't going to stick and Trump's going to be able to run. But you got to think all, you know, plan B and C here, folks, if you're in the Republican Party. So thing, wake up. The thing that really stinks about this, is, which is why they're doing it, there would be a grand jury from Washington, D.C. about the January 6th thing. Oh, he'll be in prison in a week. It's all. <laughs> Come on, let's let's. And he, let's he said it. It's all about election interference. I mean, that that's the entire goal. And they're in a rush because they want to interfere. It's interference with the election. It's election interference. Never been done like this in the history of our country and it's a disgrace what's happening to our country whether it's the borders or the elections or kinds of things like this where the doj has become a weapon for the democrats an absolute weapon yep that's what it is it's you know what and but then and if again take the names away take the trump name away take the biden name away and just look at things you have a president of the united states whose son was caught in bed with a hooker with a laptop Talking about how 10% went to the big guy in payoffs from a communist-led country. Nah, that's <laughs> and, nothing. And he's walking around and hanging out in the right house and nah. having a grand old time. That's that's no problem. I, I, I it just it it just boggles my mind. It's like we're in bizarro world. It is because it's like of the what they're doing. Things. It, it truly is becoming a banana republic where they've weaponized. They're just taking out political enemies. That's it's, all they're doing. It's the most ridiculous thing in the world. I'm like, oh my goodness, stop. All right, well, stop doing this. We don't know why what? we've had so many stories now of people rushing stages. It wow. is, you know, some of it's dangerous, some of it's laughable, but this was handled like perfectly. 
Brian Adams, of all people, is doing a show in Salt Lake City. Yeah, but this guy managed to jump on stage, run in front in front of Brian Adams, like pushes him out of the way and grabs his microphone and starts singing. And Brian just backs off for a little bit. He was kind of perplexed. The guy gets two lines in of the song. I know. You'll hear that, and you'll also hear the exact moment where he gets ushered off stage, finally, by security. And when Brian Adams picks it up again and he turns it over the crowd, it was it's great. Handled perfectly. I got my f- Here it comes. <laughs> oh my gosh. And there he goes. And he keeps on going. That's a pro. It really was pretty amazing. I, I, kudos to the security. I mean, they get to the guy that jumped on stage pretty quickly, and they each they each grab like one arm, and they just pick him up and carry him off to the right stage right. See you later. Well, bye. They could have done that to prevent him from going on the yeah, stage. Yeah, but I, that's what I'm thinking. How come you didn't stop him from getting up there? I don't know. I, it's kind of scary how many people are getting up on stage. They got to stop this nonsense. Brian Adams didn't miss a beat though. Just went out, and he did that thing where he turns it over the crowd to sing the chorus. Yeah, and they were laughing about it. So That's, you know, I I don't get it. Kid probably won a bet. I always think that about streakers or people that run on sports fields. It's got to be a, a bet. bet, right? Yeah. Now that he's he's in jail somewhere, what do you get charged with? Uh, what what is the charge for that? I wonder if they even bother. They just probably say you're not you're not invited to here anymore. You know, or you can't go to another Brian Adams concert. Or no or more shows at this arena for you. Mm. Anyway, coming up next, we're still trying to figure out why a U.S. soldier ran into North Korea, but he's probably not getting out. I just don't think he understood what he was doing. I Weird really don't. details coming out about that. Yeah, it's very odd. And they're trying to cancel Jason Aldean on CMT. It's already causing a backlash. Is it the new Bud Light? Well, against CMT, it's going to be huge for Jason Aldean. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. One of our service members who was on a tour uh, willfully and without authorization crossed the military demarcation line. Boy, has this story gotten crazy. Yesterday we had reports of an, an American right. who we thought was part of a tour group uh, making a mistake and crossing into the DMZ, and North Korea snatched him. Well, it's a little bit different story now. Now it turns out it was a U.S. military member who had been detained in South Korea right. who changed his clothes and literally ran into North Korea on purpose. Okay, originally they said he was being held in a South Korean jail for an assault charge. He's uh, like a private first class, and... That he escaped the jail, but apparently he was released from the jail because he was being sent back to the United States to face charges for the assault charge that they were keeping him on in South Korea. But when they released him, he changed clothes. I guess he got out of his military uniform, put on regular street clothes. How do you find street clothes? That's a great question. What is there, a demilitarized zone pro shop? I I have no (laughs) idea. But what's even more... I went to the DMZ and I got this lousy t-shirt. And and what's even more confusing to me is what tourist group... Is there a big tourist, I mean, attraction at the DMZ? Because he was the tourist group that went to the DMZ. I I, guess it is. Maybe it's part of a plan. Who knows? I think there's corn dogs and there's rides. uh, Then the DMZ. Yeah. Come on. And then they said once he got to the DMZ, he literally dashed. Yes. Ran as fast as he possibly could to the other side. It wasn't a mistake. Because the original story was, oh, a U.S. citizen might have stepped into the wrong zone and they grabbed him. Right. uh, No. He was tr- actively trying to run to North Korea. So how did he get past the South Korean side? There's soldiers there. 
and they the, chased him. Did and they then just when get he out made, of the way? It, made his way into North Korea, they gave up. They said, "We're not going to chase this idiot." Well, they hit the ground, I guess, because they thought that probably the North Koreans were going to shoot the guy. Yeah, they and they'd get shot in mistake. Uh, here's what else the defense secretary, wow. Lloyd Austin, said. We're closely monitoring and investigating the situation and working to notify the soldiers next of kin and engaging to address this incident. They don't think he's coming out alive. I sh- they just don't. And, <laughs> I, and I'm sorry, but uh, not to harp on the Bidens again, but this isn't the administration that you want to ask for help to get out of North Korea. There's no way. Well, no, without a doubt, uh, unless they send in Dennis Rodman again. But the, the thing is, what made this kid run to North Korea? Did it, maybe you're going to find out that he had worked out a plan with somebody and they had made false promises to him. Oh, we'll take care of you. We'll get you, you know, we'll take really good care of you. You come over here and tell us a little, you know, a little something, something about the United States military or South Korea, and uh, we'll take good care of you. North Korea? Yeah, that place looks great. Wow. Let me go there. <laughs> Why would you? I, I First just thing don't... I thought of was how bad is this jail he was being detained in, in South Korea that North Korea looked like a better option? I, I, I don't. I just either he was offered something or he's uh, the total opposite. He's just stupid. Uh, could be all of it. I don't know. I don't get it. Hey, this is going mm. on to the swamp for a quick sec. We've got uh, IRS whistleblower X. Whistleblower X, this is the guy that apparently has not been named. He's going to testify, I guess, and then uh, more interference that, uh, you know, the Department of Justice interfered in the in the Hunter Biden investigation. James Comer was on CBS yesterday talking about it. It's amazing CBS is even talking about this. He talked I'm to shocked. Catherine Harridge. Here's what he said. They were sent to interview Hunter Biden about criminal activity that the Secret Service and the Biden transition team were both tipped off and uh, warned Hunter Biden, and then mysteriously this interview never took place after that. So that's very concerning. That would lead one to believe that there was obstruction of this investigation. Wow. Okay, so you find out there's obstruction. You can prove it. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, exactly. I, th- th- this you got is all the, the evidence you need, but do something about it. Well, you had all the evidence you needed to, to charge Hunter Biden with God knows what. You could have picked from 10 different charges. He's walking around having a grand old time selling paintings. Hanging out at the White House. Unannounced, by the way. Not a slap on the... Nothing. nothing. Trump said that in the town hall last night. He said, what are they... He, and I'm glad he pointed out and called out the House Republicans. He goes, they impeach me over nothing. You've got plenty to impeach the Bidens on. Do it! And they do nothing. I don't get it. The wheels of justice in the Capitol building, they're slower than snails. I don't get it. It's like, geez, do something. And I think the world, you know, it, again, if you take the names away and you just just describe to somebody, okay, the guy that's in the White House, we're not going to tell you who the president is. We're not going to tell you whether or not he's a Democrat or Republican. But his son was caught naked, smoking crack with a laptop in his lap, talking about <laughs> God knows what, 10% for the big guy with some from communist country that he got a million dollars for sitting on their board for with an energy department, that all of a sudden these lucrative deals between the United States and that country are taking place. Yeah, and what's more, it, the media is also complicit because they work to squash the story during yeah. the election. So, so, this, so we're completely screwed up on every level. So it's like, take the names away and just look at it in black and white and you just want to shake your head and say, this is, is a fictitious novel. Mm. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's true. It, it amazes me. It really does. Here's another thing popping up today. Jason Aldean has a new song out. It's called Try That in a Small Town. Mm-hmm. It's already number one on iTunes. It's going to be number one on Billboard, too. Thanks to... Uh, 
uh, probably by mistake, CMT banning him. Okay, so why did they ban it? They said it was racist? Yeah, and too violent. Oh, okay, but he used actual clips from news channels around the country. It's about out-of-control crime, mostly in big cities. That's why it's Try That in a Small Town. And uh, talking about, well, here's some of the lyrics. All things that have okay. happened, and there's some footage of also in there, and this is what I think really got him in trouble with them. There's some footage of the summer of 2020 BLM Antifa riots, which happened, which caused $2 billion. People lost their lives in that, and right. they, don't, they don't want you to know that it happened. Oh, well, I'm sorry, but it did, and the world saw it on national television. So Jason Aldean puts actual footage of these news programs that run ran the same footage the same videos on their nightly news program, he puts it in a song video, and he's being called a racist. Yep. Okay. And he said he had a pretty good response, or at least his team did, or publicist or somebody. He said, this is too much. This is out of control. Uh, there's not one lyric in there that says anything about race. No. Not, you're making it a racial issue. They are. This I is going to be such a tremendous bet. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's pointing out what a current event of what's happening in society today. He points it out, and they don't want anybody to see. Is that it? I, apparently so. God forbid you know they're trying to burn down downtown Minneapolis or downtown Seattle or wherever it was. I mean, how many different? Where was that that one zone? The chop. What was the? Where was the chop? It was Seattle. Was it Seattle? Yeah. Mm. That was a social experiment gone wrong. Yeah, they took over. Remember, the mayor went downtown and worked out a deal, got a block back, and had to give him barricades around the block they got to keep. <laughs> I'm like, that's one hell of a deal. <laughs> right. Let me go have you know uh, talk about an insurrection uh, right there. You took over the, one of the busiest streets in downtown Seattle, but the mayor marches in there. I'll I'll fix it. I'll stop it. You can stop burning buildings because I'm going to give you these barricades for your area. So the song is like four days old. The the banning happened yesterday, less than 24 hours ago. It's already number one on iTunes. Like I said, the backlash against CMT is just hot and heavy. Well, good. He's he's this is trending very highly on social media. This is such a bad mis. Never CMT is MTV. Don't forget about that. Oh, and all the stuff that they show. All the rap songs and all the violence against women and the disrespect right. and all the all the violence and guns and everything else, that's okay. But right. not Jason Aldean pointing out crime. Has anybody in the country world come to his defense? That should good, be interesting to see if anybody does. That's a great point. Who does? I would see like I would say like a Blake Shelton, because he yeah. usually doesn't give a crap. Who has the Somebody guts like to that do it? would come forward. So I'd be interested to see. Mm. There's no way Blake Shelton would. You don't think so? He's got the the NBC overlords that tell him oh, immediately not to say anything. Oh, that's right, because he's on that program still. You're, that's great, though. That's a great point. That's a litmus test. Who who has the guts to actually say the right thing and defend the guy? Wow. Well, he's, he's boy, he has it. You're right. He has had a heck of a week. First, he passes out on stage because yeah, he yeah. stroke, <laughs> yeah. and now this. Okay. I don't know what the third story is going to be. I don't want to know either. Jeez, poor guy. Who knows? Hopefully, better than this. Yeah, you would hope so. All right, uh, more headlines, more on the uh, Trump possible next indictment. And how about the Markles? Is Harry breaking free from the witch? Run, Harry. Run for the DMZ. Quick. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Did we find out? Maybe the guy that ran into North Korea was, was, was Harry. Was Harry. <laughs> I don't know. We're go, we'll go tabloid next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's time to play America's favorite jackpot game, This 
is Powerball. Let's talk about something hopeful before we get into the swamp stuff. There's a lot of swampy news today, but a billion dollars on the line. Yeah, I think it's going to be more by the time tonight's drawing comes around. And then if it rolls over, it'll probably be a million, two, five million. Yeah, we're on there, yeah, right? Something like a billion and a quarter. So it should be interesting. They're, uh, they've reached maximum density on the billboards. It's 999. You think it's because it only hits a billion like once a year? Yeah. Or every other year? That's that about it. It's not worth change spending millions of dollars, no pun intended, to change all the billboards. And they don't want to just put a one on there. It looks kind of weak. One oh, oh, one. <laughs> one dollar. Yeah, just one dollar. <laughs> uh, Mega Millions, too, by the way. Nobody won that. That's kind of quietly sneaking up at 720 for Friday night. It's a lot of money. Don't have time for that. Okay. <laughs> focus and put it on the universe. Okay, Powerball, and that's it. We're winning. All right. The whole team won't be here tomorrow. Yeah. Can you imagine? It will be signs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're Bill. here, but uh, noticed you uh, only showed up for the last hour of the show, and you're driving a Lamborghini. Ooh, uh, yeah. It'd be a Maserati SUV. I've already picked it out. Good news for you. Notice you guys <laughs> are missing a lot of work lately. Well, we're not missing it. <laughs> All right, well, this was uh, pretty big news from the swampy world yesterday, and boy, this is... You can't get any swampier than this. President Trump goes on Truth Social and he says, well, they got, they're indicting me again. I got the letter Sunday night and they have told me I am a target of the investigation this time about January 6th, the insurrection and causing it. Yeah, and his first comment was, who gets a letter on a Sunday night? Yeah. Hello. Right. Exactly. You know, most people would get served while, you know, they're at work or at home. No, he gets it on a Sunday night. He said, and then they only gave him four days. Jack Smith, that being the federal investigator there, the special counsel, uh, gave him four days to respond. He hmm. goes, okay, so that means I have no time to re- respond, which means they're going to come and arrest me. So he's planning on getting arrested this week. That was obviously a big topic of discussion in Iowa yesterday. He did, uh, I don't know, some radio show, did some TV, and then he went on Hannity for Fox. And the National Network, and he, they did a town hall. That they now, that you are a target of this January 6th grand jury. My, my first question it's to not you going is, over well with the fine folks of wow. Iowa. <laughs> and he asked him, uh, Hannity did a good job on this thing. I saw a lot of this, and he asked, uh, he asked him if it, well, does, does it bother it you? It doesn't seem to bother you like I think it would bother so many other people. What, what is it about you that it doesn't? No, it bothers me. It bothers me for everybody in this incredible sold-out audience, and it's, uh, it bothers you. I got the letter on Sunday night. Think of it. I don't think they've ever sent a letter on Sunday night. There is another one. No. I thought this was going to be the big uh, pre-election surprise, this one. Oh, before you thought Georgia was yeah. going to come in first. Georgia has taken so long because they're still cooking that one up. They're cooking the books there to try to, you know— Charge him with election interference for Georgia. It's like, oh, please. So this would, this was the third indictment. This is third because okay. of New York. Remember that one? I forgot yeah. about that. So you had that. And then yesterday they had a hearing in Fort Pierce in regard to the other indictment and, and the the uh, documents. And they're trying to figure out when it's going to start. And the, the judge was like, I can't imagine this is starting like this year because uh, I don't think any of you have enough time to get ready for it. <laughs> so who knows when this is going to start? Unbelievable. They're just going to drag this, is, this, this stuff is, out. He really is, and he coined the term uh, in the modern era. You hadn't heard Banana Republic in a long time, but he, he started saying it a couple of years ago. He's right. You're weaponizing your Justice Department to go after political enemies. That's a Banana Republic. That is, it a, is. It is a Banana Republic, and that's exactly what they're doing. <sighs> they just keep on going after him. They feel, I think they just keep... They assume that if they keep on throwing stuff at it, it's like, you know, throw enough stuff against the wall, something's going to stick. Yeah. One of them's going to stick. Yeah. Or even if, if none of them stick, but you still, you list them all out. Right. Like the Today Show did a couple of hours ago. Yeah. So you Thank got, you. You got people at home watching that going, oh, well, 
He must have done something. Okay, but take the same list and put Joe Biden's name at the top of it. Right. Okay, and go back to the 52 years she's been in the, a senator now to the presidency. That list would be far longer. I'm sorry. It's, oh, God, yeah. They're all crooked, but it's like, come on. Well, it, and, and Kevin McCarthy had the nerve yesterday to say, the Speaker of the House, that the Bidens get undue uh, fair tra- uh, undue treatment as far as, oh, no one touches them. And they're like, you know, the, the Teflon Don was. You can't look at the Bidens because they're a privileged family. Of course, the political class. But, they're, they're the elites. But he does nothing about it. No. Yeah, I know. Do something, Kev. Hello. You know what? You give a lot of lip service. Here's another thing that uh, Trump predicted a couple of years ago. I wish... A lot of luck to Harry, because he's going to need it. Harry Markle, as we call him. Is there wow. trouble in paradise? Well, this has been a rumor for a while, at least across the pond, that they have there is trouble in paradise. Uh, they say it started when, you know, he used the excuse that Meghan didn't go to Dad's coronation because of Harry's birthday, their yeah. son's birthday. I don't th- the, the rumors are that there's been trouble in paradise for a while. And it's basically because of the stress they're under. They'd lost that Spotify deal. They were getting paid like 20 million bucks to do that thing. And she was doing no work. And she did nothing, so they canned her. You know? So I, she's, she's kind of like a, a shyster, I think. She's a grifter. So, and they're saying he, he doesn't like Hollywood. But just, I mean, just think of it as a, as a regular person. Take the fact out that, you know, they're famous. But he left everything. He left his home. He left his home country. He left his family for this woman. He's going to come crawling back. And now he's like, you know, he's Daddy. probably looking at Buckingham Palace and he's Da-da. looking at this going, what did I do wrong? Well, I mean, eventually it catches up with you. Well, and you know what? He better make amends with his brother because once his brother becomes king, they probably won't let him back in the UK. To be the ultimate move, though. Go back to like old England days. Yeah, come on. It's all a good, you know, come on. Meet me in the courtyard. Off with his head. <laughs> they behead him. <laughs> <laughs> that makes some headlines. Daddy's gone. It's my turn. All right, that was a little violent. Sorry. Let's know. Uh, We got rapid fire coming up in just a couple of minutes. We'll catch you up on all of this stuff, all the news, and some other things too. Next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's rapid fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. What do you need to know if you actually socialize with people today? Jen will start this off. Oh, I'm going all Hollywood this time, boys and girls. Universal Studios. Apparently, they're dastardly, at least according to the Hollywood actors and the writers on strike. Oh, they hate each other. Well, according (laughs) to the writers and the actors and those on the inside, Hollywood Studios, Universal Studios, that would be, pruned the trees along the sidewalk outside of the studio yesterday. Why? So they wouldn't provide shade to the striking (laughs) Wow. Walking the picket line. Just dirty, dirty tactics. I'm now, sorry, that makes me laugh. But now all the arborists are up in, in arms because they say they shouldn't prune this particular tree, whatever kind of tree it was, in, in the summer because it can, quote, induce an off-season growth spurt, Hold leaving on. them possible what? damage from the freeze. Oh, they, wait a minute. I'm just saying. You're telling me now that the group of arborists are getting involved well, with I'm this? I'm just saying people so are saying that So now we've got the actors, writers, arborists strike. And wow. now the arborists are upset. 
Uh, also, the trees that are planted in front of Universal Studios may not even belong to Universal. They probably belong to the city. Oh, so now Universal Studios could be fined by the city <laughs> for cutting the trees they weren't supposed to cut. I, I'm kind of. This is great. That's funny. I, I feel for the writers. I, I'm done with the actors, though. I'm done. I, really? I don't really support them at all. I, I don't care. I, I Go think, on. I think Hollywood needs a reset. I think this is going to be the kick in the shins where they realize that most of America, we don't need you that badly. Well, I think that's the thing. Not many normal Americans feel no, bad I, for, been, the, you know, the, the high-powered actors. I do feel bad, though, for, like, the mid-level people I who are trying yeah. to make their way up. And yeah, you know, though. Now they're left without anything. It's a career choice, and I, I got other better things to do. I, I, I don't, the whole, that whole industry, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm sick of it. No, that's fair. They said Tom Cruise was the one they sent in to go talk to some of the studio execs to smooth things over. They kicked him out. Whoa, talk about Mission Impossible. Well, yeah. because he left on the, the table a bunch of Scientology pamphlets, so they, they weren't happy <laughs> he, with that. And he didn't take that 25% cut that the yeah, studio guy, yeah. their old studio guy, Diller, said they should all take. Yeah, go tell The Rock to give up 25% of his salary. Well, The Rock and John Cena can get back to wrestling if they want, if they have nothing to do. Please, yeah. put or, on a boat. Uh, get some umbrellas and provide some shade for the actors. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's one person in particular who's incredibly happy they've made an arrest in the Long Island serial killer case. Oh? This guy. Ooh. A New Jersey wedding DJ. What? <laughs> he was quizzed multiple times by cops. Why? Because his ex-wife had named him as the Gilgo Beach serial killer. No, no way! <laughs> oh, jeez. His name is Fred Hart. He's Poor 56. Fred. He was named to police by his ex-wife. Ex-wife. In July of 2021, they interviewed him three separate times, and he had to lawyer up <laughs> to do this, and he released a statement. He says, I've been cleared. Thank God. What Poor kind, thing. I don't care how badly the divorce went. How do you do that to somebody where you call him, you call the FBI, and you say, this guy is the serial killer? Yeah. My ex-husband is killing women. Wow. That is brutal. Jeez. I wonder if he can sue her for defamation now that it's proven that it's not him. And I don't know. You know, for damages Very well. and well, fees. If, if, she, if, if he can prove it costs him uh, a job. Or he didn't get an interview for something. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he could. But she's got to, I mean, if that she doesn't have any nuts. money, it doesn't do any good. That's nuts, though. After uh, wow. reporting him, Fred was contacted by the NYPD three times, set up interviews. He's willing to sit down once he lawyered up, though, the detectives backed off. <laughs> Talk to the cops without an attorney. That is brutal. <laughs> just yeah, speaking well, from experience. All right, I'll keep I'm, that in I'm not getting the house, huh? Well, I'm making a call to the cops. <laughs> <laughs> You're that serial killer. Jeez. Yeah, oh, by the way, he level. has not been. He they, they found somebody else in the Portland one. They already have a suspect. Oh. oh. Four women. So it wasn't this creeper. It was somebody else. Jeez. Yeah. These serial killers. I, they're uh, yeah, they're everywhere, huh? Well, yeah, th this is pretty nuts. I know, Bill, we've said before that Tupac isn't dead. He is not dead. Well, he and Elvis are hanging out somewhere, according to right, Bill. That's right, in Vegas. Las Vegas police might be wasting their time then. Because, get this, they're still investigating the homicide of Tupac Shakur. How, he died like 30 years ago. Y yeah, almost, actually. Las Vegas police, on Monday, they searched the home that they said that was connected to the investigation into the murder of Tupac Shakur. So they wait 30 years then to investigate and go, you know, do forensics in a house been, that's been lived in by 40 other people? There was a big yeah. investigative report. I can't remember the outlet, some online outlet that just did a thing suggesting that who could have been responsible for it. Really? It was just published like a couple of weeks ago. And now the Vegas cops are actually looking into it. And I think they're following their leads. 
Wow. Well, how do you like that? Man. So maybe somebody who, uh, was it like a true crime podcaster or somebody like that? Someone who's, you know, does no, this stuff? No, it's like and, a, uh, I can't remember the online, it was one of the, you know, online magazines. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, they, they went to uh, Henderson, Nevada, about 20 minutes away from the Vegas Strip where Tupac was killed in 1996. So you're right, Jen, almost 30 years ago. Jeez. But they, they said the only lead they ever had was that there was a white Cadillac that pulled up alongside the car where him and Suge Knight were inside. And they opened fire and Tupac died days later in the hospital. I mean, that, that's that's all we ever knew. No one could ever figure out, so to speak, who killed Tupac. But apparently they have some type of lead that's leading here. you think, though, all those years ago, there'd be all kinds of clues and leads yeah, and gangs. somebody and... would have talked. Right. Huh. Surprising. Interesting. Maybe they'll actually figure it out. Justice. Know. Yes. Yeah, they're going to search his house. He's going to come out of the uh, the grotto and go, what? <laughs> you found me. I'm writing my new album. <laughs> Okay, yes. tomorrow's a big, big, big day. You know what tomorrow is? Thursday. It and is what the, happens on Thursday? Bill's right. <laughs> Movie what release happened? day? Movie release oh. day. Oh. This is the scoop. This Barbenheimer, as they call it. <laughs> That's so funny. Barbie is going to destroy Oppenheimer. Oh, Monetarily, yeah. yes. No, in every which way possible. And oh. why do you know that? Go to your local listing and look at the times that Barbie is being shown. I went to 12 different major theaters across South Florida. It's every 20 minutes to half hour. Oppenheimer, eh, three, four times a show. Really? That's it. Yeah, nothing. They well, are expecting Barbie could make no $140 million before yeah, the end good. of the weekend. Yeah, but it's, I mean, you know, that's America. There's going to be plenty of people who are just kind of like not, not as smart going to Barbie and the smart folks will go to up. But a lot of people want to do both. That's why this yes. Barbenheimer thing is yeah. right, for a double feature. Because you couldn't find two diametrically opposed movies. And I'm, I'm in on both too, though. I uh, am too. I yeah. want to see them both. Okay. You guys watch Oppenheimer. I'll go see Barbie. But uh, $50 million is what they're saying Oppenheimer is going to make. Like in less than half. It's got to be more than four showings in a day. It's a new movie. I'm telling you. Go look. Okay, go look at your theater. I will. And you go. You go see how many times Barbie's being shown in comparison to how much, how many times Oppenheimer's being I shown. I accept your challenge. Okay, you're gonna lose. Uh, <laughs> they say between that and the Mission Impossible, it could be the biggest weekend ever for the movie theater. Wow, really? Yeah. Here's a double feature. What if you went to Sound of Freedom and then Barbie? Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, forget about Sound of Freedom, too. <laughs> that is quite a double feature. Barb and Freedom. I, I just don't do Sound of Freedom first. Yeah, it'd have to be after, I guess. Yeah, or unless you want to have the 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 pickup after Sound of Freedom. I don't know. I yeah. still want to see that, by the way. Yes. It's... Don't go see Sound of Freedom, then Oppenheimer. Mm. Be a bad day. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Important movie. All right, here's a feel-good story for you. And uh, maybe this is a life lesson for all of us. There aren't many of them left, but this World War II vet in D.C. named Arthur Walters Jr. Bless his heart. Just celebrated his 104th birthday. Holy oh. cow! Bless his heart is right. <laughs> he felt it was very important to let people know the secret to his success. No medications. And he joked the secret to his long- longevity is his two really good friends. We all need friends, right? Right. Who are they? His are Jim and Jack. Jim Beam and Jack Daniels. I love this man. I like this guy. He said, and then he says, if there's something you want to do, then you got to be willing to work for it and sacrifice for it. Even if you fall a couple of times, you got to get back up. Good for him. This guy's my hero. What's Absolutely. amazing is, though, I, I heard the interview with the guy. He's as sharp as a tack. He is. He sounds young. That's incredible. Probably sounds better than I do. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you don't drink enough. <laughs> that's that's yeah, true. You don't. Right. You got to do a shot of Jack every now and then. You need more drinking. How about Jamie <laughs> Foxx? Did you guys hear about this? Why, was he on another boat waving to people? 
He threw, reportedly, he threw a party at a rehab facility to celebrate his recovery. Video or it didn't happen. This is one of the, continues for me to be one of the most strangest stories yeah. I've ever experienced there's, in my life. There's something weird about it. There's, there, the, the details in this have been so odd and so spotty. It went from a health scare to he's dying, like literally on his deathbed. To they asked for prayers. pickleball. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, then he was playing pickleball the next day. And now he's on a boat with friends, and now he's throwing parties, rehab facilities, getting better. I, look, I'm glad the guy's going to be okay. Don't get me wrong. I'm very happy. I love Jamie Foxx, but I want to know what happened here. I know I have no right to know, but I just... I think the logical no explanation would be he had a stroke, and he went to rehab, and he, he they got it in time, so the damage wasn't permanent. Or if it was, it wasn't significant. And I guess I could see that. You know, after rehab, he's doing really well. I want to hope. Somebody tell me, Jen. I want Jamie Foxx to tell me. Okay, Why call weren't him up. there? They have publicists that will put out their image everything, like shopping, you know, and they sell it to the tabloids. And they, if he's doing well, why wouldn't his like team of people like get this everywhere? That's what's so strange to it's me about this. It's the weirdest thing. Right. Well, it's his privacy. Not in that world. Not with mm. what they do. Especially somebody that big of a star. The odds, they're also saying the person on the boat was a body double. <laughs> they were saying it wasn't even him. No. Yes. <laughs> oh, boy. So, I mean, I, I look like him. I, I, I saw the pictures, you know, but it, who knows? His daughter also said he was playing pickleball when he was allegedly in a rehab center where he was on his deathbed. So, yeah, you're right, Diener. <laughs> one of the daughters yeah, said he's playing pickleball. Believe. The other ones were thoughts and prayers. Yeah. yeah. He's dying. I don't know. No one knows. But he's doing all right. Apparently. He's good. Well, you talk about a movie that may never be made, that one that he had to leave. They were filming in Atlanta. Oh, that's right. No, they finished it with a body double. Did they really? Yeah, and, and CGI'd him. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it's done. Whether or not. Yeah, I swear to you. Because they only had like a couple of scenes left, I guess. So See? they said. And then the body double was on the boat. That, that could have been. One never knows. All right. Maybe this guy's a body double. Why did a U.S. soldier run into North Korea? They've got more details and his name. Nobody can figure this out. Not very smart. Not. And a Powerball update for you, too. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. This individual clearly had a plan to run across the line, broke away from the group, ran across the line. And once they do that, uh, there's no one on the U.S side that is authorized to cross that line to retrieve it. Nobody can figure out why this U.S. soldier ran into, willingly, North Korea, but it happened. That right there is a former national security advisor. It's just a, it's just a mystery. But they know more about him now. Well, they know that he was in South Korea. He was in a jail on assault charges. It spent, I guess, a couple of months in a South Korean jail. Uh, they had released him from jail to be transported back to the United States to face charges on those assault charges. Somewhere along the line, he was able, I would assume when they released him, he was put back in his uniform. And somewhere along the line, they say he changed clothes into civilian clothes and then joined a tourist group and went on a tour with this uh, undetected by the way with this tourist group to the DMZ where he literally ran for his life for the North Korean side. You know what might be a giveaway is the is the tourist clothes. Why would he have those if he was just getting out of a detention facility, a military one, unless he had some help to set him up along the way. Maybe he was Contacted by North Korea officials as a spy. A, yeah, I got a feeling he was selling information. Because why would you run willingly to North Korea? And how do you get clothes out of a, out of a, out of a right. military uniform or a military prison uniform or something? But how did he get away from the military in general? You know, if they're holding you in South Korea on a military charge of an assault charge, and you're going back to face those charges with a military court, how did he get away from? I, there, I have so many it's questions. A mystery.
Also, why is a tour who wants to go to the DMZ? <laughs> Watch Stripes. They show a great picture of it. Uh, his name is Travis King. They're talking to his family now. His mom has made a statement saying, I can't see Travis doing anything like this. Yeah, of course, what is she going to say? But, you know, what did this kid get involved with while he was in that South Korean jail? I don't know. Maybe, Who was he maybe, contacted by? Yeah, it could very well have been. There was a North Korean plant in there. Who knows? And sold him a bill of goods and he bought it, unfortunately. I got a feeling you're never going to see this kid again, which is even sadder. This poor family, this poor mother, this woman's probably, you know, beside herself at this point in life. How horrible. They're not going to try too hard to get him back. No, not when you willingly it really go. Seem like it. You know, it wasn't like the Otto Warmbier thing where he was arrested in the airport for, what did he do? He slapped a poster with the... He took a poster or something. Oh, yeah, whatever he did. I forgot it was. It was something ridiculous. That of, was horrific. Yeah, of just little Chubby's father. It's like, okay, the former, you know, the pres- king of uh, premier of North Korea. I was like, come on. It was a big story during the 2016 election that, that uh, helped Trump win, too. He said that was one of the first things of him. Like, I'm going to do whatever I can to get justice for this kid. But they, but they gave him brain damage before he could do it. I know. It was horrible. I never <sighs> forget. They walked him into that room. They showed the video of it. <sighs> he came out with brain damage. Oh, it was, hor- it was horrible. Oh, Just God. horrible. That poor family. Oh, dear God. Took him how long to get him back? Yeah. Jeez, it was terrible. Terrible, right. terrible. Don't forget a billion bucks plus on the line tonight. It's Powerball, so uh, if you're it's playing, right. good luck. It's got our name on it, so if we're not here tomorrow or if we're all driving like Ferraris and Maseratis, you know why. Good luck, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 6. Have a great day.